Okay. We are rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Rolling. Okay. Welcome, welcome, welcome one and all to the Get You Some Productions, Get You Some Productions, Some Podcast, coming to you straight to Compton. This is the Get You Some uh, Productions Podcast, a podcast covering all things related to music production from the first note to the last fan, everything in between. We create music and inspire others to do the same. Uh, Every episode is a live business meeting between me and Dan as we build this media empire right before your very eyes and ears. Amazing. Uh, Once again, my name is Keith. And my name is Dan. And we are your hosts today. That's right. Hey, um, please hit subscribe, like, all that, share our stuff. But um, I definitely want to give a shout-out to um, one of our sponsors or our affiliates, uh, Reverb.com. Um, Word. Super awesome website. Um, if you buy through, um, you can go get your own music stuff there or whatever, but if you do it through our link that we provided below, we get a little uh, commission. No extra charge to you. Helps support support us. Um, but even even without that, you know, go check out Reverb.com. Um, it's really cool. You can find some cool stuff. Um, it's, it's cooler than shopping at the big box stores because they search all the sites for, like, the local shops around the, uh, around the country. So, yeah, sure. Every time there, go get yourself some equipment because who doesn't like buying themselves toys? Indeed, you do. So, with that said, I'm going to hand it over to Keith. Tell us what we're doing today. Okay. Also, I'll say because um, I actually just checked in on um, on the Reverb affiliate uh, site, and we actually just made 14 cents last week. See, that's what so. I'm talking about. <laughs> kind of, so the kind of momentum that's building. Yeah, you know, eventually so, we're going to be unstoppable. But until ever bought then, something that was cost fourteen dollars, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Because we, we made fourteen cents. We Thanks, really mom. appreciate it. Thanks, mom. I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so what are we doing today? So we we've been doing this thing. We've been doing this book review. We always do, you know, all these weird things. Um, Dan and I. But this is a uh, this is. Like we said, a, biz, a live business meeting, but we're often discussing something that's pertinent to the business. Uh, it's quote-unquote business. And what happened recently was we were invited – oh, actually, I'm sorry. One of our bands that falls under the Get You Some Productions label, let's say, for, for lack of a better word, is called Handshake. We have a – uh, Dan and I were in the handshake. The handshake doesn't really do much performing anymore, but I think uh, maybe there's a, a record in the works. But we did record a record, a self-titled record in 2012. That particular band, we'll, we'll include links also in the description. Um, the, that particular band was invited to something called a multi-genre virtual residency. Um, through a, uh, a radio station, I believe. It looks like an independent radio station called Rarity Rock Radio. Uh, we'll include links to that. So Rarity Rock Radio has invited us to participate in a multi-genre virtual residency. And they've asked us to choose a song, which is something we're going to have to do um, eventually. And they've asked us for a bio, and they've asked us for pictures. We have pictures 
we're going to choose a song, but we have no bio. So we have to uh, draft a bio. Now, I've toyed with the idea of hiring somebody to write a bio for us, but why don't we take a crack at it? Um, at least we can discuss it first, and that'll help if we do have to hire someone be efficient in that process. Amen. That's totally true. So we are uh, borrowing a free questionnaire from Cyber PR Music. So Ariel Hyatt is um, a I met. She probably doesn't remember me, but I met her at some kind of music, uh, you know, event pre-COVID. And she has a PR, a music PR company called Cyber PR. Uh, we'll link to that as well. And they have a bio-writing service, but for people who don't want to pony up the, you know, $450 or whatever it costs to get a real professional bio, and I looked at the bio, the, the person who writes the bios for them wrote bios for some famous people, at least in, in my estimation, so uh, they're the real deal. So if you want to spend the money, it's there, but they also have free resources. And one of the free resources is this questionnaire to help you write a bio yourself. At least that's what I gathered. I haven't seen the questions, but Dan and, Dan's going to ask me the questions. And we're going to just, um, but, but he and I will go back and forth about, uh, you know, what a reasonable answer is. And then my answers will, I'll probably just have someone transcribe this podcast. And then we'll take that verbiage directly off the, the transcription and we'll, we'll edit that into a bio if we can. If not, like you said, at least we'll have some, we'll have some uh, you know, talking back and forth, flesh out some ideas, put some time on task so we can, so we can write the bio. So that's my spiel. And, and we'll, we'll include links to cyber PR too. We'll, no, no affiliation, just. Yes, to... yes, we'll have all the links. So Don't worry about that. Yeah. Let's get to the question. Let's do it. Let's get to the questions. All right. So this is like a lot of these questions are going to be the kind of questions you'd get. You'd meet someone at a bar, you're having a beer or whatever, and you get talking about music, and they find out you're a musician, and, like, they might ask some of these questions. First one, uh -huh. what genres do you play? Oh, be honest. Well, you know, so <clears throat> and I think it's just like – I feel like it's just like 90s rock. Like that's what I think this genre is. It's like it has tinges of pop punk, I guess. It has tinges of um, like indie rock, I guess. And it has um, some of that... <clears throat> I don't know, like, if I go down the list in the songs, basically, I feel like the first song, Margaret, is like a pop punk song, it's a, but, or, or pretty straightforward rock. But if you go on to something like uh, Backwards, mm -hmm. that is more of the in, the, in the zone of, like, I don't know, like that, like, long, uh, very sparse, Indie rock. I don't. Um, I'm trying to think of what like a band that it could well, be. You know what though? Do you, am I getting there. somewhere? Are we doing the bio for that one album, or are we talking about Keith? Hmm. 
because I'm saying, what genres do you play? Key. This is hand. This is the hand specifically for the handshake because. Okay, so this isn't really what genre. You mean like what genre is this album? Yes. Okay. Am I wrong? <laughs> well, you yes, but I would just say uh, what album? Yeah. What, what genre? Is that? It's rock. It's rock. It's you not any mean? type. There's of, like you know. Would you would you call it alternative rock? I would call it alternative rock. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not. However, there is some pop on there, but it's pretty alternative. Yeah. It is pretty alternative. A lot of it sounds like '90s alternative. I would say if you like, if you like Pearl Jam, you're you're. I would say you're kind of in the ballpark, right? Uh-huh. Or is it not like I don't know? We don't sound anything like Pearl Jam. But <laughs> I feel like it's you're sort of in the ballpark. Like I don't think Pearl Jam sound like Nirvana, but they always get clumped together. You know, pe- yep. someone people have so it's like a way more like Nirvana is more like an emotional assault <laughs> when you listen yeah. to it in Zixis. Um, right. But Pearl right. Jam is a little more like intellectual almost, or I don't know about that, but but. Uh, Yes. It's rock, and that's all the time we have for the first question. Good. So moving along. Exactly. So good. Now that we're I just going to do alternative rock toward the handshake album. Now, tying into question two, who do you get compared to? Be honest. Who do so we get compared, compared to? We're talking about Pearl Jam right there. Um, uh, we, sort of like one of our songs. I would say it's kind of like. Um, Green Day. Green Day. Yeah. I, I don't, um, oh, you know, it's, I, maybe, now, this is, like, totally insane, because I would not <laughs> say, here. I would never, ever say that I am as good a singer or we were as good a band. But Jeff Buckley. Okay. You know, it's sort of like, if, yep. when I think of the song Science, I think of that sort of like guitar-driven rock. Guitar-driven you know? rock. Good. So these are good. This is good info here. So, now, but the only band, I, the only band we've ever been, yeah. you know, I'll just put it out there. The only band we've ever been actually compared to yeah. was Squeeze. Okay. That's the only band we've ever been actually. That's, that's like, legit. I'm going to use it. That's like yeah, comparison, and I'll take that in a second. I yeah. am somewhat flattered. Like, yeah, Squeeze is like legit. It's so, someone you know. It's <laughs> someone. Not only that, but I don't know. I think they're a legit fan. I like it. Yeah, I like them. I like them. I didn't know that. I've never heard that. But okay. Yeah, um, I, you know, and I'll just I'll I'll just throw this out. But somebody who I've always really liked a lot was Joe Jackson. All right. Now, now okay, let, me stop, let me stop you right there because yeah. it's going to tie into our third question. Okay. Fine. Which fine. Are, what are your biggest influences for this album? <clears throat> wow. Well, I, I think that my, I, this is also going to sound crazy, but the song, the first song on the album is Margaret, right? And that's the one that yeah. probably compares most to like pop punk. Yeah. But my biggest influence actually mm-hmm. for that particular song was Bon Jovi and like hair metal. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's I played crazy. that, that guitar yeah. riff, I thought that we were going to shoot a video one day 
where we were like dressed up in, as like glam, a glam band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were like going to be dancing, you know, in like synchronized yeah. dancing. Yeah. So, you know, that's for that particular song, I'd say that was my biggest influence for that song. Um, that was the first think, song on that album, wasn't it? I think, well, it wasn't actually the first song I ever wrote because some of those songs are very old mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I sort of dug up. Um, I'll, I'll go back and there is one song on that on the album that w- I played acoustic on the album, but our band version of it was inspired by the police. Yes. Um, and that was um, Dead Man Running. Nice. So, um, good. That's good. That's, that's yeah. good. Um, so some of these questions are going to be um, more personal and not related to the, the album. Oh, well. Actually, I will. I, well. Let me just say one thing out loud. Also, a lot of my lyric content, because it's sort of more, it's not really like, you know, it's sometimes it's incoherent a little bit, and it's more like, um, especially the lyrics that are more uh, impressionistic and not literal. I was inspired by Eddie Vedder, so I, I'm bringing up Pearl Jam a lot as if they're like my favorite band, which they're totally not even close. But there's something about Eddie Vedder's, like, lyric approach that didn't inspire me not to say, like, I could do the same thing, but inspired me, like, hey, if he can do that, then I can do something. You know, like, if he can, if Eddie Vedder can write these, like, sort of impressionistic lyrics that are just, like, phrases don't necessarily have to rhyme, you know, then I can, that it gave me the, it gave me the, um, the inspiration and the, like the encouragement I needed to write a lyric. All right. So that's so, kind of well, actually. So yes. I have a question. Uh, these are going to be more personal. Okay. And okay. that still into the album because it's every, our, everything we do is personal. Mm-hmm. Music expression. But put on your, think, remember your youth here. Yeah. When was the moment you knew you wanted to play music for a living? Oh, man. You know, it, I mean, I, I would have to just, I actually don't remember. <laughs> There's, I don't think there was a moment, but I, I actually do, would, I would have to just take a guess, which is, sounds probably insane, but it was probably, I guess there were two moments. High school, in, my high school was a quote-unquote communications high school. It was Edward R. Murrow High School in Brooklyn. And um, we had lots and lots of performances. And people who were in the quote-unquote music program, there was, it wasn't formal like that, but people were, who were musicians, yeah. it, was, it was acceptable. that They had performances uh, once a quarter. I think, it was, I think they broke the school year up into quarters. It was, a, it was a, kind of a uh, – it was an unconventional school for a public school. They, but they had performances both in the evenings, um, periodically throughout the year, and during the day. Every quarter or every, I don't know, whatever, this, whatever the, the section of school year was, however they broke it up, there was one every year where it was during the day. And the music people could take off of school to perform all day. So I think that's where I got the performance bug. 
because you know it just made me feel special to to have that. Yeah. But then more formally, I went when we went to Bard. I was in. I was a ostensibly a double major in music and biology. And there was a moment where I was forced to choose. And of course I chose music. Well, I shouldn't say of course, but I just did. Now I don't even, I'm not even a professional musician now, but but that's what happened. So that was like a very, I don't know if that was the moment I decided, but it was a moment where it wasn't the moment where I knew, but it was a moment where I was, where, where like my decision was crystallized in a sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, and, and, um, speaking of like feelings and the emotional, you know, response you get from the music, you know, that inspires you, but like, what would you say you want people to feel when they hear your music? I, you know, I think it's just, I think that I, I'll just go like, and say that people, um, I don't think, I don't necessarily think my music is, you know, great or special or whatever, except in so far as that everyone is special in some way. And I think that, um, you know, my, what I hope to have accomplished with the songs that I've written is just to, to have captured my own like whatever is special, whatever is special, and, and when I say special, I just mean like different. Yeah. Like whatever is unique about my my expression and my experience is hopefully what I've captured, and only only in so far as I think it's important for people to share their experiences, I guess. And and like music is an art in general is just one way for somebody to you know share it uh-huh. uh, in a formal way that can you know, inspire or move someone yeah. or affect someone emotionally. And so the only thing that I, I hope I've done is like captured my own unique like emotional experience. However, you know, because I think like, I don't think mine is like my, my emotional experience is not more extreme than anyone else. And it's not, you know, it's not so poignant and I'm not like rending my hands, you know, in like the darkness, you know, like screaming out, you know, I'm not like that at all. Yeah. So like what I hope I've captured is whatever is unique to me, like maybe I'm trying to tell people you don't have to be like that. You know, it's okay to just be like, uh, I don't want to say middle of the road, but it's okay to have like a different subtlety to your emotional experience, you know? So, yeah. You know, actually, the the funny thing is, like, as you're asking me these questions, I don't even know, like, I probably didn't even know the answer before you asked me, but now I think I know the answer better since you've asked me, because I think, like, maybe maybe I didn't capture it yeah, like, well, with, the, well. with the songs that I've written in the past, Yeah. but, you know, maybe going forward, really self, like, self-knowledge, and then... And then how do you capture that in a musical in a musical expression is probably you know the most important thing because everybody's unique expression is like part of this whole you know patchwork quilt of like art that we have well hey so and if that's the case, Keith, why do you even play music? <laughs> 
Okay, you're, you didn't say you're very didn't smooth. Say why do you play music? You're very smooth with the with the segue from question to question. <laughs> yeah, it's um. Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, I I think it's just that I think that um, <clears throat> there is. You know, I, I, I'm not 100% sure why I play music. I was actually talking with Justin the other day, Justin Worth, yeah. and, he, and he was like, and he was just telling me that he feels like life would be so much easier if he didn't have to play music, that there's something in him that drives him to do it. Uh-huh. And so I don't know exactly what drives me to play music, except that it is my, like, it is my career outlet, it is my yeah. hobby, but it's more than that. I, for some reason, I have to do it, you know? So yeah. I guess it's like, you know, and so part of me thinks, you know, upon, upon having, being faced with a question like that, a part of me thinks, like, is it part of my mental illness? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> is it, like, is it, you know, if I, like, if I get emotionally healthy, will I give up music? <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, um, so, but you know, for some reason yeah. I have to do it, but it's, it, you know, I've always done it. And, and what came first to check, you know, like, did I, did I, do I do it now because I've always done it and it's comfortable yeah. or did I, was I drawn to it for some innate reason? Probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I think I just, ha- you know, have something to say. So. I like, I like it. It's I'm gonna, fun. I'm actually going to um, personally. I'm going to skip some of these questions because they're redundant, and our tangents have covered them already. And I, okay, you know what yeah. I feel yeah. like for the sake of just a nice conversation. Yeah, moving on there. I just want to chime in that I'm the same way. Like I just feel kind of like sick or wrong if I don't play music. I just need to do it, uh, and I'm not sure why. Absolutely, but I understand it about myself enough to know to take care of myself and do that. <laughs> um, yeah. You know what? This is I like um, some of these questions. Like I said, I'm gonna skip over, but this one I I like because um um well it sparked some, some my own stuff, but like we call them light bulb light bulb moments, you know that term. Uh huh. What are some light? Just a couple, pick two moments uh, in your journey. A couple moments in your journey that you would consider light bulb. Moments. Light bulb moments. Uh, so, <laughs> the I think that the the biggest you know I the, I don't know I don't know about I I don't want to sound weird. Too late. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think there, in terms of music, yeah, I feel like there, we've. Ha- I feel like there's. Uh, when I say, I mean, I say we because you and I have had a lot of musical experiences together. So, um, I feel like there have been like a million little light bulb moments, right? Like, and I think about times when. I think of times when, like, for instance, with Jolly Ship, we were arranging songs. Yeah. And there was, well, and it goes, actually, it goes back further than Jolly Ship. And I've lost this, actually. I've lost this, like, this 
surety. Um, I've lost this confidence <clears throat> uh, over the years, but there were times in my very old band, Oliver's Musical Genius from high school. Yeah. I had so many moments, and, then, and, I, and I mirrored these same moments with Jolly Ship. We'd be playing songs, and I, just, and, I would, and I just knew what melody you had to go there. There was something like, I just knew what melody like, or what the part had to be. Yeah. And that's not to say, like, you and I have actually discussed this many times. There yeah. were plenty of times where I had no friggin' idea what part to play. But there were also many times when, uh, when, when I knew exactly what to play. And I think what it was was, <clears throat> this, is my, this is my own reflection, but I have thought about this a bunch of times. I think that listening to the Beatles when I was a kid, um, I had a friend who loved the Beatles and when I was 10. I think maybe I was younger than 10. I don't remember exactly. But all we did was go into his basement and listen to the Beatles. And mm-hmm. his, dad, his dad had like a CD player. It was like when CDs first came out. Right. And we just listened to the Beatles nonstop. And there's something so elemental and so like, I, I don't know how, so quintessential about all their songs that I think that when I was at a formative age, um, I think that like that melodic sensibility yeah. was like ingrained in me, for better or for worse. Okay. Um, but there, but there were so many moments where we were be in a rehearsal and trying to find a part, and for me, there was just like, like clarity. These moments of clarity where I just knew the exact melody that it had to be. You know, or the yeah. part, like the, like the vocal harmony. Every vocal harmony I ever wrote with that band, uh-huh. I knew, like as soon as I heard it, I knew what the melody had to be, the harmony had to be, for some reason. <laughs> you know, it's just, and I yeah. think it had to do with, I think it had to do with the Beatles. I love it. Um, so that's, I, I guess I'll just pick that, because <laughs> okay. I don't know. I like yeah. that. Um, yeah. So what... That's a really. That's just a really interesting question. It really the light bulb moment question. Really, what 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 are um, your light bulb moments? Oh, are you turning around on me now, huh? Um, no, I like I like that question. Um, I'm gonna say that like my first lesson with uh, John Esposito. Um, oh God, you know uh, what? Actually, <laughs> John Esposito. Where he's like within within for... one lesson, he gave me a lifetime of work. Yeah. Yeah. So that was an eye-opening moment to realize he messed me up. And then <laughs> uh, taking class, yes, studying classical guitar, um, I had a light bulb moment, like realizing like how I wanted to channel my discipline. And it like yeah, I was like, oh, being a classical musician is like not what I want to do. Uh huh. Like that pursuit of technique and refinement is like it, I, I loved it, but it was like, oh, this is not but this is not what I want to dedicate my life to. You know, what do I want to do? You know, what do I want? So that was a light bulb moment. Um, Mm -hmm. These are both from Bard. Definitely both from Bard there. Um, Mm -hmm. And then um, the other light bulb moment I had, the biggest, most profound one was I produced a, uh, or helped write and, and perform a play with Nick Jones at Bard called The Revolving Doors of Gary. Mm-hmm. And 
you know how sometimes Nick would have like ideas that were just like, a little too wild to like work. Um, mm -hmm. This was like an entire play of like it's just everything just way too far, <laughs> and it was just so <laughs> weird. And um, and I wrote a bunch of stuff that I did use on like my moderation project. I think um, it was very inspired by Zappa, like writing very weird music. The yeah, first time I worked with Raj. <clears throat> and Nick, and then when we performed it, I realized that I could put my music in a dramatic setting, like, with more than just the music. Well, yeah. But there would be, like, like a whole theatrical performance. Mm -hmm. And it was just, like, one of the greatest moments of my life, like, as an artist. Mm -hmm. um, which made performing in The Whiz Bang so profound for me personally, because when I did that first performance with Nick, I, it was so amazing, but I thought it was only possible in, like, the um, safe space laboratory environment that is, like, college. Mm -hmm. That it would never be something that could be in the real world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just, it was like a dream. It was just, like, this amazing time I had. And then to all of a sudden, like, get the call and, like, to be able to, like, recreate it and, like, be doing it with the same dude, <laughs> like, with him again. And yeah. Us too. Yeah. It was like, wait a minute. It was just so. That's why people are like, how do you put up with him? You know what I mean? I would always, I'd kind of be like the peacekeeper in the band sometimes. Oh. Yeah. Because I was living my personal dream. <clears throat> right. Creatively, and um, so that's a couple light bulb moments. Totally for me. Um, we have a bunch more questions, but we're out of time. Um, how many? How many more questions are there? Four. Okay. Should we do uh, a second episode? Honestly, honestly, a lot of them dovetail. We're going to do one more. How about that? Okay? Fine. And this is great. This is going to be great right up your alley. These are be like, you like to focus on a project is like Fine. describe your audience or your demographic. Oh, man. Well, the question is, can you? So you can can you? <laughs> so you? Actually, it's a yes or no question. <laughs> can you describe? If you want to follow up your answer with an explanation, not be great. I'll, well, you know what? I'll I'll actually I'll I'll follow it up because even though even though I didn't mention this band in this one in this one uh, in during this interview, and I and I don't necessarily compare the handshake to this band. Yeah, I think about I think about um, they might be giants. Okay. And how irreverent they are, and goofy, and and then I was listening to Chris Murphy's album, one of his albums last night, and it was sort of like, it was like, pretty high craft songwriting at times, but also like had some strong comic irreverence, goofiness stuff like yeah. that, yeah. and I just felt like, so when you asked me about the my audience, the first thing I think of is that I want my audience to be people that I want to hang out with. And so I really want my audience just to be like people who are like people who I liked in high school and college, like all the freaks, you know, the freaks and geeks, the freaks and freaks and geeks. Exactly right. I want to, I just want to be with the, all the freaks and geeks. <laughs> so, my audience is people who are like, I want everyone to be nice 
I want everyone to be creative and, um, you know, different. I want people to be like, I want to be, I want my audience to be eccentric. I love it. You know? So yeah. I want like, you know, I want, I want the, I just, I, I don't want to describe a person. This, I don't want to like do the avatar. Per, I, I hate that. We actually did that once before. <laughs> I know. Like our, our first or second episode. Yeah. I don't want to get into all that. Um, but yeah, I think I just want to like hang out with some freaks and geeks, you know? So that's, 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 that's what I feel. Awesome. What, so wait, so I know you're trying to wrap it up. Let me ask you. Let's keep it moving along. Let's say I'm trying to move it along. Yeah. We are I, at uh, 33 minutes. Yeah. Cause, cause what do you think, like, did any one of my answers, like I actually was, I, I meant to get your feedback more so. Uh-huh. Um, did anything jump out at you as like you disagreed, you know? Because if you agreed, then it's, then we'll just roll with it. But is, is there anything you disagreed with that I said? Well, I mean, I feel like the questions were personal. Like, I don't know how I could disagree with, like, your own opinion. I mean, yeah. subjective stuff. Right. Uh, yeah. No, I didn't disagree. The only thing that was that I would like would have been a room for disagreement is, like, who to compare to. Yeah. Um, but I actually agreed with a lot of that. So, same point. Okay. Um, y- y- yeah, you and I, in general, see eye to eye and stuff. We do have different tastes in music. I know that. Like, yeah. I'll yeah. put on stuff that I'm really getting enjoying, and you'd be like, I don't like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, that's cool. <laughs> and um, so it's not like that we're always thinking the same thing or we're clones. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, um, at least. Uh, we don't really butt heads when it comes to like when we're creating together. <clears throat> so, um, yeah. And like yeah. I said, the rest is very objective. It's just like your own experience. Yeah. You're like, no, you didn't think that at the time. I was like, I wasn't even in the room. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, I thought the questions were great. I also um, take it one step meta, like enjoy the process of interviewing. Yeah. Um, I yeah. kind of enjoy it. So um, I really like to uh, keep practicing. Yeah, it was, it was kind of – it was a fun show. Uh-huh. Um, it was – you know, I felt – since I was on the hot seat, I felt a little weird, like, answering some of the questions. But not, yeah. not that anything was invasive or anything. But, yeah. um, you know, it's just like when you're – you know, when you're on the hot seat, you're, like, you know, responsible to come up, to come up with answers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So, so uh, let's can – I, can I finish with one thought that just popped into my head? Of course. That I think, like, I've, I actually sort of debate whether I want to say stuff like this out loud. But I feel like maybe I should just, like, not hold it back. Uh-huh. So the handshake is just one band, right? And we made a record. We played a show, for instance. Uh-huh. But – I felt like when I when I had a concept for the handshake, did I send you those letters? Uh, I don't remember. You know, when I when I decided to create the handshake, I I really had like something in mind that was like the the rock and roll band that was like my traditional rock and roll band that you know I always wanted, uh-huh. but it wasn't. It was part of a whole picture. You know, because I, I still want to make – I still have an idea for a jazz band. I still have an idea for, like, something that's more, like, heavier music. I still have an idea for something that's, like, more like fish or, 
like like they might be giants, like something that's more like goofy and irreverent. So I feel like the handshake is just like for me, the handshake is not like my band. It's just one of the bands, you know. So, you know, I think I think that's just like it's sort of like that was part of the concept, the part of like the fact that it was like, you know, sort of like the most. It was supposed to be my my authentic artistic, you know, emotional expression, but but purposefully separated out from all those other things that were supposed to be different. You know, which is like stuff that I enjoy doing because we were in the we were in jolly ship together, and I still want to keep doing weird, irreverent, funny, goofy, like anything goes type of stuff. But I don't want to do that inside the show. I want to have a separate band for that. You know, so exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember. Wait, I was with Celio. I think when I got the letters, though. Yeah, you probably got. Yeah, see, I, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I'm sort of tossing around the idea of whether I should publish those letters, if I could even find them. <laughs> it's like I don't even know. I think Mike Mendito has saved a few, so. Okay. Anyway, so so, so now let's wrap up. Let's we're in three minutes. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. So everyone, thank you for listening. Yeah. Please go click the link and buy something through our Reverb affiliation if you wish to, um, and that helps us out. Like and subscribe, the rating and review. Leave a bad review, troll us. We that's funny. What else? Did I miss anything? No, I think you got it. Yeah, and uh, and go make music. Go cool. Music. Do it. All right. Okay, dude. Later. Bye. See ya.